and certified business coach. But confession, I did not get here by charging forward and asking God to bless my effort. Yeah, like me, have you found that road actually leads to a tough place of burnout and overwhelm with a healthy sad dish of doubt and confusion. But it's at this humbling place that I received an oh-so-sweet invitation to walk in the grace we have received. And friend, it is your inheritance too, and it comes from your Father who sits on a throne of grace. Yeah, it's how He gets things done in heaven and how He wants to collaborate with you on earth to see your life, your passions, your goals, and your God-sized dreams come to fruition with a clear path, exhilarating pace, without losing your peace. So if you're ready to be propelled by God's giant wave of grace, then grab your board. It's time for the ride of your life on the Grace Current. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. I hope you had a blessed Thanksgiving and enjoyed a wonderful feast with friends and family and loved ones nearby. For us, it was definitely a bit different. Our kiddos were not able to make it back due to all of their scheduling conflicts and so it was really small and but so surprisingly excitingly joyful like just god just knows right he knows what you need when you need it i confess though i did have a little bit of a breakdown beforehand it is difficult to be away from family on the holidays and that we moved here to utah from minneapolis where we lived for 25 years raising our kiddos holidays are always tough so i feel you if it was a little tough this year i feel you if it was surprisingly wonderful this year uh, it, it's just one of those things thanksgiving is a time where we want to be with the people that make us feel loved supported familiar and it can sometimes be a challenge so i pray that was good for you and if it was a challenge that you are finding your solace in our Heavenly Father who wants to just take you and squeeze you and hug you and love on you. And so spending a little extra time with him over the holidays, if they've been tough so far or if they look like they're going to be a little bit of a challenge moving forward, um, take extra time. Just just a friendly <laughs> poke that it is it is what I do too. To, when, when holidays are challenging or they feel like maybe they're going to require extra, extra, extra love for people, um, for, you know, past issues and, um, struggles with some friends and family. Um, this is just a great time to just take that extra time and come be in his holy closet and glean from him. He will give that extra love for you and that salve for any wounds and that energy to persevere. All right, today I am excited to bring you a little Devo um, from just a recent flip open. You know, those random, I love to just randomly flip my Bible open. Are you the same? I flip that Bible open and I let God pour out of it. It is my favorite way to do devos. I love going through books um, systematically as well, but I've kind of been on this kick recently where I just love to open it and let God do something miraculous. And so that's kind of what happened um, this past week. Um, Mark 7, I, I have not really opened up to the New Testament in a long time. It's been, I've been all in the Old Testament. God has been really showing me some 
major things um, with Israel and um, all of just his love for um, for humanity and for what's ahead and what his whole plan and purpose was. I've had to ask some really deep, hard questions, and he's been taking me way back to Old Testament. So this was refreshing to get in back into the New Testament, Mark 7, if you haven't read it in a while. It's the chapters where um, Mark 7 and 8 and, and 6, Jesus is doing the miracles. He's really showing his authenticity and where his source is is the Heavenly Father for all of the miracles. And I know that miracles sort of have a bad rap. There's different viewpoints. So I'm just going to set that aside right now. I'm just going to share with you what God shared with me. And that is that Jesus did miracles. And those miracles began with thankfulness. When you look at how he fed the 5,000, he lifted up that bread and he gave thanks. And how fitting that God would have me open up to Mark 7 just at the same time as Thanksgiving. And and that it is how he loves to introduce the grace for the miraculous by Thanksgiving. By first step, by the first step of Thanksgiving. And I want to just read a little piece of a couple of these scriptures. So we can see exactly what was going on prior to and during these miracles. So uh, the first one, chapter six, actually, Jesus is trying to flee the masses. The masses are growing. They're knowing about him more and more. And people are hearing and they're kind of coming out of every um, region around to see this Jesus. And they want to be with him and the disciples. It's so bad that they can't even eat. That's um, what's happening. It's sort of like a big reception hall where you can't even make it to the buffet line because people keep stopping you. You keep seeing another person and having amazing conversations. And um, Jesus says, finally, let's go, guys. We've got to get moving and get time away and recharge. He recognizes that his batteries are going down. His disciples' batteries are going to go down and they really need to get away at this point. So he says to them, in verse 31, um, come away by yourselves to a lonely place and rest for a while. For there were many people coming and going, and they didn't even have time to eat. And they went away in the boat to a lonely place by themselves. But the people saw them going, and many recognized them. And they ran there on foot from all the cities and got there ahead of them. And when they went ashore, he saw a great multitude and he felt compassion for them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. Ooh, how many times have we been at the end of ourselves, at the end of our energy, our patience, our um, we're hangry. <laughs> I think that's kind of where Jesus maybe was at that point. And then we look and we see maybe are these needy little kiddos or pups or elderly people in our lives or whatever it is that calls to you. And, and it, it strikes this piece of compassion on your heart and you're like, I got to take care of this. I got to take care of this. And so as you're taking care of it and pouring out everything you have that you feel like isn't even there to begin with, then, then you realize, okay, I've got myself and maybe the others around me in this place where we need a miracle now. Now I don't have dinner. I don't have 
um, gas. I don't have something. There's something that all of a sudden you find yourself in this place of needing God to come through. And I will tell you, I've been here multitude of times where if God didn't step in in that moment, and it could be the tiniest little thing, like I found a $10 bill of cash and I forgot my wallet somewhere, or somebody I knew stopped and helped me with a car that broke down. I'm not kidding you. Like there's been so many things where I couldn't take care of myself, but I was just serving and pouring out my life for my family um, and the callings that God put on my heart and my life. And I was stuck and it was only him that could provide. So I want to reframe miracles for you because here we're going to read about like these humongous miracles in our minds, right? Humongous. <laughs> the, the opening of the blind eyes and the deaf ears and the speech and the feeding of the 5,000. And, and I think sometimes we get our heads wrapped around these humongous miracles and we think that's what miracle is. And um, I, I felt so strongly that God was saying to, to me and as I'm studying Mark 7 that it isn't about the size of the miracle. It's about the provision that you need in the moment you need it. And it's about how you respond to it. Do you respond in self-sufficiency? Or do you respond in prayer? And that's the lesson that Jesus is showing us as he moves about and does what's on his heart. And he follows his um, calling, right? What First to the Jew, then to the Gentile. If that was his calling. And you're going to follow your calling. I'm going to follow my calling. And sometimes it's going to lead us to this place where we have compassion and we're pouring out so much of ourselves and then we get to this place where we need a miracle. And that's what happened as Jesus says to him, um, or his disciples say, send these people away. Like they they need to go buy themselves some food. And he says, snap. I feel like it's almost a snap. It's, it's verse 37. He says, you give them something to eat. I mean, what would that not put you on your heels? Like you're like, Hey, trying to problem solve logically. Hey, let's just send these guys away so they can go to their own towns back there before it's too late and things are closed up and they can't find like, right. Logic. I would go to logic brain. Right. But boom, he stops them. I feel like this is an arrest. The word arrest, <laughs> like stop, stop. You give them something to eat. That would really stop me in my tracks. That, that, that phrase and they're like, um, oh, so now we're going to be the problems? Like, we don't, we go get the, the food and bring it back? And he's like, all right. He says to them, how many loaves do you have? Go look. And when they found out, they said, we have five and two fish. And he commanded everyone to recline by groups on the green grass. And as they reclined in companies of hundreds and fifties, he took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up toward heaven he blessed them and he broke the loaves and he kept giving them to the disciples to set before the divided companies and they ate they all ate and they picked up 12 full baskets right one for every disciple 12 full baskets one for every disciple he wanted each disciple to know that miracle wasn't just for the people it was for them it was for each disciple who was doing the will of God, who was following the calling that they were set to call. Each one had a leftover basket. Don't you find that kind of 
<laughs> like not, not just a coincidence. Jesus was sending them a message here. This was your miracle too. This wasn't just for the 5,000. This was your miracle. And this is your miracle too, beloved. Your Whatever you need isn't just for you. It's for everyone around you, right? It's not just for you to give away or to serve, but it's for you too. Like those disciples all had something left over. They didn't just give it all away and have nothing left over. They each had a basket left over for themselves. All right. I hope that this clicks something in your brain that there is an abundance with God. We, I always love to go back to the chapter in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, that always having all sufficiency in everything you may have an abundance for every good deed. Here, Jesus is showing us exactly what that looks like. They did the good deed, right? They were part of it. They were participants, just like Jesus was a participant. They were participants as well. And there was abundance. And it came by grace through faith. Jesus was showing them, here's how it's done. I go to my heavenly father when I see a need and I lift it up to heaven. And we know that that is symbolic, right? Lifting something up into heaven and giving thanks. That is Jesus's modus operandi, right? Lifting it up, lifting it up. Maybe he did it physically, but it's also just emotionally, mentally, spiritually. We lift it up. We give it to God. Whatever it is that's weighing you down or perplexing you or harassing you, we lift it up. We give it to God. We give thanks. And we trust that the grace will abound and always having all sufficiency for you and for those around you. Now, I know in my own family, I've got to lift things up nonstop. <laughs> There's something coming at me. One of my kiddos is texting me, um, the car, the business, the all the things, right? I'm constantly list, lifting things up. God, what do you want me to do? I only have so many hours in the day. How, how just... I want, I want you to really think about every, every situation that comes your way. It's not just these big, huge, how am I going to feed 5,000, right? How am I going to take care of this one thing right now so that your grace pours out and it's, and it's an abundance, not just for everybody who is coming at me with a need, but for myself, like I want that leftover basket too, just like the disciples, so that there's enough for me as well. That's what God, Jesus is showing us is that he was hungry. They were hungry. The 5,000 were hungry. Everybody was hungry and there was an abundance to go around. So if you are giving so much away that you have nothing left for yourself, I want to challenge you that it is a, a time to shift and really ask God first, what am I doing? How should I be doing this so that it produces grace and abundance for not only those who are coming to me, but for me too. All right, my friends, I hope that's been encouraging to you today. I want to remind you to sign up for our January event at uh, thegracecurrent.com forward slash favored. And it'll get you into our group. We haven't been super active in there quite yet. I am in the middle of fourth quarter with our candle business going berserka. So um, we'll get in there though, and we'll be encouraging each of you. So 
head on in. It's still free. I didn't even up the thing. I haven't had time to go change everything. So get your little booty in there. The $5 coupon is in the show notes and we will see you next time on the Grace Current. Thanks so much for joining me on today's podcast. Did this episode encourage you or unlock something new for you today? I'd love to hear about it. You can drop me a message and leave a review on Apple iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And then, hey, would you pray about who else in your life might need to hear this podcast too? Then share a link with them. Lastly, if you're looking for a more solid understanding of grace, you can get on the wait list for my new book by clicking on the link in the show notes. All right, friends, that's a wrap. We'll catch you next time on The Grace Current.